Welcome to the Patricia Raskin Show, the program that helps you turn obstacles into opportunities, challenges into solutions, and find answers to tough questions. And now, the award-winning powerhouse voice of radio. Here's your host, Patricia Raskin. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome. Welcome to our program, The Patricia Raskin Show. And again, um, wonderful to be with you. It's holiday season, and so happy holidays to all of you. All right. We have really an amazing woman with us from across the pond uh, in England, and her name is Gina Gardner. And she is a two-time number one international best-selling author, a motivational speaker, an empowerment coach, a transformational leadership, NLP master practitioner and coach, and over 30 years of helping people achieve happiness and success. And she's, I'm going to let her tell her story because it's pretty amazing. She learned to walk twice as an adult whilst running an award-winning school, mostly from a wheelchair. So she has had challenges, and she has overcome them, and she helps so many people overcome theirs. Welcome, Gina. Oh, thank you very much for having me on the show. It's a real pleasure to be with you. Yes, and you're from England, correct? I am. I live now in Colchester, which is the oldest town in the, in the country. Oh, how interesting. Yeah. Well, it's uh, it's wonderful to have you on, and I know that it will be uh, great for our listeners. So let me ask you, let's start with just, I mean, just the whole piece of how you have overcome. Um, now, motivation behind your best-selling book, Thriving Not Surviving, The Five Secret Pathways to Happiness, Success, and Fulfillment, what was the motivation behind that? Um, I'd already written a number of books. Um, the, latest, the previous book, which is a bit about my story and, uh, and the principles that I used to live by, was called Chariots on Fire. And while I was at school, I had a very strong sense that I was living my purpose. I was helping my pupils, my staff, uh, and parents and the community. But I left Headship in 2004 because of my health, um, and I'd started working for myself. What I became more and more aware of is that not only had I built on previous strategies and principles and I felt they needed to perhaps be, um, be moved along, but also um, this sense of purpose was driving me to, do, to work with more people. Mm. And what I'd recognized is, is no matter whether people came for personal coaching or relationship coaching or business coaching, we ended up following and looking at and uh, re- really reclaiming, if you like, um, the five pathways. The first, which is belief, because if you don't have self-belief, then you're not going to do very much. If you don't believe in yourself, then other people are less likely to believe in you. So belief was the first one. The second, relationships, and every relationship that we have with others is a reflection of the relationship we have with ourselves. So if you don't like yourself very much and you don't respect yourself, then the chances are that other people won't and that you'll deal with people in a way that is perhaps not as helpful to you or them as it might be. The third is, is looking at success. And in my experience, as many people fear success as fear failure. And so if you feel failure, the chances are you won't get started or you'll give up very quickly. And if you fear success, then as soon as things are starting to go well, then you'll self-sabotage. And the fourth 
um, pathway is managing transition and change, looking at choice. And, you know, it's interesting, I think, that you know, we think of the constants of, of death and taxes, but actually the other constant in our life is that we are changing and things around us are changing from the moment we're conceived until we die. And yet many people fear change and struggle with it. Whereas if you can embrace change, and I don't mean change for change's sake, but if you can embrace change, then the quality of your life is going to be very different. And then I found that you know, when people were successful and they were, um, you know, had all of the trappings of what should be a, an amazing life, many people felt that there was something lacking. You know, is this it? I've strived for my success and now I've got it. Well, it feels a bit empty. And so the last pathway was, is that of purpose and fulfillment. Mm-hmm. And for me, purpose is about service. And so I needed to update the book. And that's become the core of the, the work of Genuinely You, which is the business that I've set up um, since writing the book, which is to, right, to get to more people and help more people. Yeah, and and all of those principles are very basic principles. And what you're saying is whether you're writing a book on business or personality or personal life or substance abuse, those five principles stay the same, don't they? They do. And if you would, one of the reasons, lots of people said to me, you know, you ought to write a book about one of them. It's too broad. But I feel very strongly that we need to look at people holistically if you just look at relationships, then, then often other things get missed. If you just look at, at success, then um, it's not looking at the whole person and their whole life. And so for me, it was bringing all of these together in a holistic way because when you look at all of those in the piece, then you can have a truly happy, successful and fulfilled life and one that's consistently so. Yeah. Um- Name them again. I want to go over each one a little bit. So name them again. So beliefs, because if your beliefs are limiting, then your world becomes limited. All right. So let me, I'm going to, I want to, okay, so I just want to tease these apart a little bit and ask you some questions. So if we look at belief, and I'm going to give you an example. Let's say you really believe in goodness and you really believe in, let's say your work. Or relationship and you've yep. given it your all but it's not working either your business isn't doing well or the relationship isn't working and you get discouraged and you get sad and scared but something uh, how do you how do you square that or how do you work through that if you have belief so you know you've put everything in your, into your work and now you may have to change it how do you get through those tough times when you have belief? I think that's the question I have. I think, this, like so many of these questions, it's, it's multi-layered. In the first instance, I think there are many people who have a belief in themselves when things go well, but as soon as things start to go pear-shaped, then their belief in themselves is not secure. Now, this is nothing about being arrogant. It's not about ego. But if you believe in yourself, then you will recognize that actually when difficult things happen, when your business isn't going well, that's a message not to give up your business, but to do something different, to look at what is going well and protect it, 
but to shift and change because if you don't, then the chances are that you may succeed for a little while, but you won't succeed in the long term. Everything has to move and change. If it's not in motion, then it tends to die. And so I would say to everybody, we all have limiting beliefs. And if I may, I'd like to share a couple of stories with you, personal ones. Sure. I, I, spend, I still use a wheelchair if I'm going out into town or I'm going on holiday. I don't use it around the house or the garden anymore. But there were times when I was completely and utterly wheelchair-bound. When I left Headship, um, I trained uh, in neurolinguistic programming, NLP. I'd wanted to do it before, but uh, I didn't have the time to go and do um, the course that I wanted to do. And by the time I'd finished it, I wanted to go and see as many people using NLP as I could. And I, on this particular occasion, I found myself at the Edexcel Centre, which is a big conference centre in the East End of London, and Tony Robbins was doing Unleash the Power Within. Mm. Now, there were 10,000 people on that three-day course. Mm. And when he was talking in the morning of the first day, he was talking about a program that he was running in California and only in California at that time. And I had completely dismissed it and thought, I, you know, I can't manage that. I didn't have a travel electric wheelchair. I could walk unaided no more than a few steps. Um, and I just dismissed it and said, do you know what? I'm never going to be able to manage that. Now, this is despite the fact that I ran my school from a wheelchair. I worked for the government as an advisor. I, I did a whole range of roles over the 20 years and worked around the country. But I'd have a car pick me up at my house. The same taxi driver would take me to where I was going um, and then bring me back but I dismissed it at the end of that day they did the fire walk now your listeners may or may not be familiar with the fire walk that's when you walk over hot coals in mm -hmm. bare feet and if mm -hmm. you have the right mindset um, mm -hmm. then you don't get burned right. now I was determined to do it and I was absolutely thrilled with somebody holding my arm both sides I managed to do the fire walk and I sat back down in my wheelchair, I was tickled pink. Mm. The guy behind me, he was a double amputee. He had no legs from the knee down. Mm. He tipped himself up onto his hands, and he walked across those hot coals on his hands. Mm. And in that moment, I recognized that I'd been self-limiting. My belief about what I could and couldn't do mm. was shifted I booked my ticket, I booked my flight that night, I went and did the program, it was fabulous, I became a senior leader having done all of his, uh, his training, but I, that guy, he doesn't, I have no idea who he is, I don't know where he lives, but he changed my life and I've shared this story with many and I know that many people have reported that it's shifted their thinking about what they can and can't do. Mm. Wow. If wow. we believe it... That's our reality. So the other story I'd like to share with you is okay, not actually mine. Okay, we're going to have to do that right after the break. We're going to take okay. a break. We're going to come back um, with Gina Gardner, who is an amazing two-time international best-selling author, motivational speaker, empowerment coach, and the list goes on. We're going to talk more about the things in her own life, that, uh, that the challenges. We're going to talk about what hurdles she's overcome, what, what she would say to people who are facing challenges, what, mission, what the mission is in life, and then a lot about coaching 
you know, what is it that um, the coaches can really help us achieve? You're listening to the Patricia Raskin Positive Living Show right here on voiceamerica.com, America's Voice. And Gina's website is genuinely-u.co, genuinely-u.co. We'll be right back. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Psych Up Live with host Dr. Suzanne Phillips offers a psychological perspective on coping with common and current life issues. This show addresses topics as varied as marital stress, insomnia, depression, raising teens, campus violence, and building self-resilience. Listen in as Dr. Phillips and her guest experts share the latest in books, findings, and information that will inform and enhance your life journey. Psych Up Live is heard every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Do you understand your feline friends as well as you'd like? Why do they behave the way they do? If behavior issues get out of hand, how do you fix things? Get the answers and more when you listen to Cat Talk Radio with host Molly DeVos. We'll give you the straight facts, offer some tried and tested ideas, and alert you as to what's being done in this country and worldwide to save cats and shelter challenges. Cat Talk Radio on Voice America Variety. Beauty is always a reflection of how we are taking care of ourselves from the inside, and our business is no different. Building your business brand is a direct reflection of you. In today's competitive landscape, personal and proven leadership skills can ensure that our brands and businesses succeed. Join host Bonnie Bonadeo and visionary guest experts to help you find success. Tune into beautiful brands inside and out every Thursday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time and 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You are listening to The Patricia Raskin Show. If you wish to call into our program today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That number again is 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to Patricia at PatriciaRaskin.com. Now, back to The Patricia Raskin Show. Hi, everyone, and we are back. And you're listening to the Patricia Raskin Positive Living Show. My guest is really the amazing Gina Gardner. She uh, lives in in England. She's a two-time number one international best-selling author, inspirational speaker, master NLP business empowerment and relationship coach. And she learned to walk twice as an adult while running an award-winning school, for the most part, from a wheelchair. And she helps people from all over the world in business, in their personal life to achieve their goals and create happiness. Welcome back, Gina. Hi there. Okay. So let's, let's um, I'm going to ask you a couple more things here that are, we talked about the hurdle that you had to overcome. Share a little bit more about that and how, what you would say to people facing challenges. I think we all face challenges. Um, they look, they've got a different shape. But what I would say to everybody is, look at what you can do rather than focusing on what you can't. 
I mean, after each back operation, and that came, I had a, a, a serious ski accident, and um, some time later I had to have two uh, back surgeries because of, of ruptured discs. And both times I had failed back surgery syndrome and couldn't walk. Now, I went back into work, into school very quickly. If I'd stayed at home, if my carer hadn't filled the kettle, put the mug on the side, um, I couldn't make myself a drink. So I could be at home watching daytime television, doesn't do it for me, I have to say, um, Mm -hmm. and read. Or I could go into school and my mouth and my brain and my hands and my eyes worked. I could run my school, do something I was passionate about and that really made a positive difference. So for me, it's focusing on what you can do and looking to make the most of what you have rather than focusing on all of the negatives because it's then very easy to get into victim mode. And once you do that, then your options are so much more limited. Yeah. And I I hear that. I think that's important. It's really difficult, though, when somebody's facing something that's such a hard thing for them, like a breakup or an illness, or they've lost their business. I mean, it's, it's just, how do you give people when you coach them, Gina, the encouragement where they're kind of in that, you know, that moment of, oh, you know, do I keep, you know, how do I, how do I get through this? I think, I mean, I wouldn't like your listeners to think that, you know, it's been plain sailing through the years. It's, there have been very dark moments. And I think it's, It's not about um, ignoring those. I think all of us go through the deep, dark night of the soul for whatever reason. For me, it's how long you choose to stay there. And what I would say to, to someone who was coming to me is to look at how do you want to spend the rest of your life? Because you can't go back and you can't change the past. Worrying and fretting about the future in and of itself does nothing to change it. We have this moment now. So the first thing I would suggest to people is start to collect gratitude. Look at the things that you, have, you can do that you, that you can appreciate. And for me, the natural world is always such a rich source of gratitude. You know, a, a beautiful sunny day or even the, the rain making patterns on the window as it goes down. Um, you know, a nice cup of tea, great plumbing. All of those things give me an opportunity to feel grateful um, and to collect them during the day. Because when you're actually collecting gratitude, you are in the moment. And then just before you go to sleep, start to scan the day and choose the top three or the top five. And that starts to help recalibrate the brain to look at the positive rather than Mm -hmm. the negative. And then I will talk to people about what is it you want from life? Do you want to stay where you are? It's it's obviously painful um, and it doesn't have to be that way. If you've had a breakup, there is still a life for you to leave. If you have been bereaved, you know, think about would that person want you to stay stuck in that pit of grief or would they want you to live and truly live? My brother, aged 49, suddenly just dropped dead. Um, mm. He was doing the London to Brighton, uh, practicing for the London to Brighton cycle race, which ironically was the British, for the British Heart Foundation, that, they was the, that was the charity that he and his team were supporting. And we discovered it was a congenital heart disease that he knew nothing about. Mm. And 
it was my little brother, and I, we were all absolutely devastated. But for me, however bleak things are, there will be a gift in there. And mm. the gift that David gave me was to reprioritize my life, to think about what are the things that are truly important, and to make the most of every day, because none of us know when it's going to be our last day, or very few of us. Um, and, you know, when it was David's awake, people kept on coming up and saying, you won't know this about your brother. But he helped so many people and was kind. And he's left a legacy that's, that's carried on long after he has died. Um, and for me, those things are precious. And although I miss him greatly, there are things that I can enjoy about him and through him. Um, and I would say that, you know, if your business is failing, you know, very often when I coach people and they've got through the darkness, that they recognize that actually perhaps that business was not for them or they, they just get themselves going and they use the learning that they have, have, have gained through that uh, business failing in order to launch the second business in a much more positive and constructive way. You know, I've worked with many people who've been abused um, and you, know, you think, well, what good is there that comes out of abuse? And I am not for a second condoning abuse. But teaching them that forgiving is not about condoning or forgetting and letting them recognize that holding on to the hurt is like taking the poison yourself and expecting the other person to die. And so taking from that situation that they have survived, that they have strengths, that they have developed strategies that can help them and others move forward. So however dire it is, there are things to learn, things to gain out of the process, um, yes. and we are stronger for it. Yeah, very important. Let's talk about mission. You talk a lot yeah. about that. I know you have a significant mission in life. I do too, and that has really helped me. Why do you think mission and purpose are so important, Gina? I think a number of reasons. I think, you know, we're talking about how do you get through the dark days, through the difficulties. If you have a, a, a strong sense of purpose and you have faith that that purpose is right, then that can help you even when it's challenging getting the business going or getting the mission off the of, um, the ground or getting other people to uh, engage with the mission but having a sense of purpose and, and when it feels right then things start to move in a very different way and for me purpose and mission is about service to others it's about using my gifts and talents and experience and expertise to support and help other people and I think many people who I've worked with who have been financially very successful, successful in, t in terms that most people these days would measure, whose lives feel empty, when they've mm -hmm. recognized that actually that money in and of itself doesn't make you happy, but actually if you use that money to do good, then it can give you a huge sense of fulfillment and purpose. Mm -hmm. And so I talk to my clients about what's the living legacy that you're going to leave? Not what you're going to leave in your will, but through every word, every deed, or the way in which you've done it, when you've done it, or choosing not to say whatever, 
that we leave a living legacy with other people in every moment of every day. Mm, And so for me, our purpose and our legacy are so entwined um, and that if you have that strong sense of purpose and you are mindful to leave a positive legacy, then you will feel fulfilled. Mm. We have a couple minutes before break. Tell us about the Thrive Together tribe. I became conscious working with lots of people that, that many people, even though they may have partners and families, didn't want to share their dark moments, their vulnerable moments. They were often, um, if they weren't in a, a strong partnership with someone, that they often felt unseen and unheard. And I wanted to set up a, um, a membership where people could actually come and feel safe about sharing anything, get support from myself, my team, and, uh, and the, uh, the members, um, somewhere where they could celebrate their successes, that they could um, share their worries and get support and find a way through um, with like-minded people who also wanted to make a positive difference. And it's a a membership group that's slowly growing and it's very much about making a positive difference in your own life and in the life of other people. A bit like throwing a stone in a pond and watching the ripples move out. Mm. And so do you do these groups? Can people sign up for them? Yes, um, it's a paid membership um, and there's twice monthly interactive coaching sessions on the internet. There's a a live... um, Facebook group, there's a structured personal and spiritual development program through videos, activities, themed journals, when people are members then they automatically get access to those um, as well. Wonderful. How can people find out about all that? If they go onto the website, the genuinely-u.com they'll find it there. Um, Also, if they go onto Facebook, there is a Genuinely You um, Facebook group, which is entirely free. Um, If you want to join that, just go find it on Facebook, um, look for Genuinely You with Gina Gardner, and you can sign up for that. Um, But if you go onto the website, you'll find all of the programs, and you'll find the opportunity to find out more about the Thrive Tribe and to join, and we'd love to see uh, your listeners there. Terrific. And when we come back from the break, you also do a lot of business coaching. And I think I'd like to talk about that next, you know, because um, as you've said, it all goes together in your business and your prefer- in your professional life. So maybe talking about some of the issues that you deal with with people in business who want some coaching and um, and, you know, how you help them get through that. All right. So, again, That'd we're going to take a quick break. Great. And my guest today, as I said, is Gina Gardner. And she's just a pretty amazing woman. She's an international best-selling author, inspirational speaker, master NLP business empowerment and relationship coach. And again, she learned to walk twice as an adult while running an award-winning school, for the most part, from a wheelchair. And from that, she's really learned a lot about a unique approach to life so she can help so many people. You're listening to the Patricia Raskin Positive Living Show We're here on voiceamerica.com, America's Voice. We'll be right back. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. Voiceamerica.com. 
Want an insider's pass to everything that goes on in Hollywood? Join Summer Helene every week for Behind the Scenes. Summer Helene is known as the Duchess of Hollywood because she knows the insiders, legends, and celebs and brings the stories, the gossip, and the backstage scoop. It's the real Hollywood, though. So this program is for adults only. Behind the Scenes can be heard live every Friday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time and 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. If you are a pet owner, you know there's a special connection between us and our pets. They are part of the family. The owners of special breeds also understand the important roles they play. Tune in for Greyhounds Make Great Pets to find out more about one special breed. Hosted by Rory and Kathy Goray, along with TJ Beter, we'll focus on greyhounds, but we'll also cover topics that apply to any pet owner, like animal welfare issues, racing, and more. Listen live Fridays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Variety. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Live Fridays at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Variety Channel. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. are listening to the Patricia Raskin show. If you wish to call into our program today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That number again is 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to patricia at patriciaraskin.com. Now, back to the Patricia Raskin show. Hi everyone, we are back. And we are talking to Gina Gardner, who is a two-time number 1 international best-selling author inspirational speaker, master NLP, business empowerment, and relationship coach. And Gina, what I'd like to talk to you about now is business. How you coach people in business. What are the issues you're hearing and how do you help them? I think um, I work predominantly with the, uh, the senior decision makers. Um, that the common thread in all of the businesses I work with. And then depending on the business, I then work with their senior middle managers and sometimes with the whole staff. But I think the biggest challenge for everybody is that they are overwhelmed. The mm-hmm. pace of change has never been faster. Mm. The what's expected of people um, has become greater and greater. The, the definition between work and life has become blurred in large part because of technology. I mean, when I first started work, we had no computers. We had one telephone, and it was attached on a wire in the hall. You left work, and then um, you were expected to go back the next morning, but there were no emails, no texts. Um, that if somebody wanted to send a message, you wrote a letter. Very often it was um, then typed by someone else. So people had time to think about things and the expectations were very different. 
And I think what's happened for many uh, business owners and senior managers is um, that they have failed to see the difference between being productive and being busy. And that where all of these boundaries have been blurred, everybody's run ragged, this, the pressure is passed down the line, and people are working um, in pretty toxic environments very often where it doesn't need to be that way. And so uh, for a big part of what I do is to work with the leaders to ensure that they lead with integrity, compassion, and the courage to do what's right rather than what's easy. Mm. And by doing that, they take radical responsibility for themselves, what they say, what they do, how they operate, and then... Um, they create a culture where everybody else does the same. And as a result, the paradox is that they've got better work-life balance, better relationships, they're far more productive as an organization and therefore more profitable. And that the expectation of their staff is still very high, but it's not expecting people to work themselves into the ground. It's expecting people to take responsibility for their own performance and to work together um, in order to achieve whatever the goals are. Now, it's highly successful as a, 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 as a series of principles and strategies, and that for me was the gift that came out of school. I couldn't physically get into my classrooms. Um, I was determined that the, the children would get the very best education that, that they could be given, and the staff too. And so I had to, to create a, a new way of developing leadership within my, my own organization. And it's been highly successful, and the, the Type of business doesn't matter. I work in a wide range of businesses. The widgets don't matter because this is all about developing yourself and your people. And I think people are our greatest resource. And if you if you give people uh, an environment in which they can thrive, if they're nurtured and nourished, then people will do well. And uh, yeah, I think that. Yeah, I think that's key key because if you're not if you're discouraged you start to lose interest i think well money many organizations think money is the motivator Mm. but it's not all the research shows it comes fourth or fifth being valued being recognizing that your contribution is important is the highest motivator being validated and recognized as a person and people um, having that interaction with you as a human being is very, very high on the list. And I think many organizations, probably particularly the big corporates, have forgotten this if they ever knew it. Um, and we're going, I'm, I was reading an article only a couple of days ago which talked about the fact that we're going into a skills shortage and that mm-hmm. many of the big organizations are struggling to get highly motivated, experienced people. And even if they attract them at huge cost to agencies and so on to attract the right people, they're headhunted, they don't keep them. And instead of looking at why is it we've got such a churn in terms of our staffing, why are so many people off sick, um, they don't ask that question. They just carry on doing the same old thing. Mm-hmm. Well, and you write me, a blog. 
you write a blog called Be an Enlightened Leader and How yes. Leadership Matters. So how, what's the key to being an enlightened leader? You start with yourself. You have to lead yourself first. You have to understand um, what your own values are and look at the behaviors that you expect from yourself and others in order for those values to be met. Too many organizations have got values up on the wall and they mean nothing. You've got to be able to manage your own emotion, your ego. There's no place for ego in enlightened leadership. And you've got to be interested in developing and nurturing others, um, not because you want to, um, just because you want to get uh, more profit, because, because you're interested in those people and that you have um, a real confidence in those people. Um, and I think when you do that, when you've got confidence in yourself, that's why self-belief and relationships um, with yourself are so important, because then you can model the behaviors that you want from other people. It's but I, no think too, I think, too, also, don't you think being an enlightened leader is really being there for your, for your employees, being there for your team? Absolutely. Absolutely, really, that's really what I mean about them. nurturing them. If you're not there for them, if you're not acting... I mean, Stephen Covey talked about being a servant leader, didn't he? Somebody, you know, what do I need to be as a leader that will bring the best out in Fred or Bertha? Because it may be different for different members of staff. But if you're truly enlightened, then that's something you want to do, is you want to nurture and value your people because you care about them. Mm-hmm. There's another blog you wrote, and I want to bring this up because there's so much depression and anxiety right now in the world in general. We're bombarded with information through the news and social media, and a lot of them are, you know, a very... um, it's, it's negative, and, it's, uh, and it uh, causes people a lot of fear. So if people are socially depressed over kind of the world situation and po- politics, what would you suggest to them? The first thing say? is, think about those things which are, are in your control. There are many things that we have no influence over at all, um, and... Ultimately, if there's something that's completely out of your influence, then focusing on that just um, brings you into overwhelm. You know, somebody said to me, but what can I do? I have, I have got no power. I've got no influence. And I was reminded of, a, a, of an old saying. It's an African saying. If you think you have no influence over anything, think about how much influence a mosquito can have in your bedroom when it's trapped there with you at night. Each of us can do small things that make a difference. Talking to someone in the coffee shop, smiling, doing um, a good deed for others, random acts of kindness, actually showing somebody that you are interested in what they're doing and asking them about what they're doing. All of those may seem trivial, but they will have an impact. And then, you know, in your everyday life, you can have an impact on, on your surroundings by you know, how you recycle, how you pick up litter. I mean, I don't know about in the States, but David Attenborough um, uh, had a, a program called The Blue Planet, and he was talking about the, the terrible problem of plastic in the oceans. And before that, everybody was saying, but what can you do? There's nothing we can do. 
And people all around, certainly the UK, now have got small groups. They go and litter pick. They go to the beach. They beach comb. They uh, they have uh, petitioned for uh, plastics to be reduced. And there is a sea change. And that's happened not because of the program per se, but because people recognize that in their own way, they could make a difference. And each and every one of us has the opportunity to make a positive difference or a negative difference depending on how we are within the world. So there's nobody who has no influence. Right. And what you're saying is start small. And maybe you shouldn't listen to the news as much. What do you think about that, Gina? Well, I, I think one of the biggest problems we have is we don't know what is true news and what's fake news. And never before, certainly in my lifetime, have we been in a situation where with the whole range of of social media platforms that we're never quite sure whether we're getting anything um, remotely um, that's truth or not. Mm. I would say that um, I listen to the news and I listen to it once a day. And that's so that if I'm talking to somebody that I don't appear to be completely uninformed. I mean, Mm -hmm. there are people who tell me, well, I never listen to the news and I don't want anything to do with that and I don't vote and I don't this. And I think that, uh, for me, that's that's not the way to go. You know, we do have an influence when we vote. It might be small, but if we don't use that vote, then we really have to put up with what we're we're given. So I think... Yes, be informed, but if you're finding the news overwhelming and negative, then you've got to take charge of your life and make a decision as to whether or not that's right for you. Uh, But ultimately, we are the arbiters. We make choices. Exactly. Exactly. It's up to us to take charge of our choices. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people um, who are depressed believe they have no choice. And they've got well, that, stuck in that victim right, mode. Right. That's the, the hopelessness. But that's what your work is all about, is helping people really, yeah. you know, become motivated and care and and, um, and come out of that and thrive, as you said. I mean, your whole your whole book is Thriving, Not Surviving. The yeah. five, you know, the five secret pathways to happiness, success and fulfillment. We're going to take a quick break when we come back. Uh, we'll have our, our next segment, which is our final segment with Gina today. And again, Gina has been an amazing influence in her country and around the world. She's a two-time number one international best-selling author, inspirational speaker, master NLP business empowerment and relationship coach. She learned to walk twice as an adult while running an award-winning school, for the most part from a wheelchair. You're listening to the Patricia Raskin Positive Living Show right here on voiceamerica.com. America's Voice. We'll be right back. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You ever experience the joy of living, not just aspects of your life, but the true joy of life itself? Barry Shore has. You could call him an ambassador of joy. From a successful entrepreneur to becoming a quadriplegic due to a rare disease to his ongoing recovery through swimming and physical rehabilitation. 
Barry now presents his gifts to others as host of The Joy of Living. All you need to do is tune in. Listen live every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Variety Channel. Are you ready for a disaster? If you are like many people in the world, that answer may sadly be no. Disasters happen unexpectedly to people just like you every day. Tune into Preparing for the Unexpected with business continuity and disaster planning expert Alex Fullick. The show will not only help you better prepare for a disaster itself, but also to prepare you, your place of employment, and community for the aftermath emotionally, financially, and with a better level of awareness and a stronger feeling of resiliency. Tune in Thursdays at 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 6 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Are you or someone you know interested in attending college? With both college tuition and college enrollment up 60% since 2002, there is a lot of competition, and careful planning needs to be a part of the process. Tune in to Getting In, a College Coach Conversation, hosted by Elizabeth Heaton and featuring a team of college coach experts. We'll bring you the tips, techniques, and know-how to navigate the road to college and do so the smart way. Listen live every Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. You are listening to The Patricia Raskin Show. If you wish to call into our program today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That number again is 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to Patricia at PatriciaRaskin.com. Now, back to The Patricia Raskin Show. Hi, everyone, and we are back. And we're talking to Gina Gardner, who's a two-time number one international best-selling author, motivational speaker, empowerment coach, transformational leadership trainer with over 30 years of experience. And her latest best-selling book is called Thriving, Not Surviving. And it's the five secret pathways to happiness, success, and fulfillment. So Gina, before you go today, we have to go over those five again, but tell us where Where's your company going genuinely, genuinely, you? What do you see for the future? Well, the platform, I've had a, um, a bespoke platform um, created. It went live last week with the Enlightened Leadership Program. And for me, the Enlightened Leadership Program is um, going to be the, if you like, the rocket fuel for the next layers. Because ultimately, as people go through the Enlightened Leadership Program, um, the intention is that they will, um, we will provide for them ongoing development, masterminds, retreats, and so on, and the opportunity for them to make a positive difference because the next layer is a program for young people. I'm very concerned about the number of, of teenagers in the early 20s who are struggling with mental health, who don't know which direction to go in, who have poor self-worth. And the other program which I want to run parallel to that is one for parents because I think many parents are really finding it difficult to manage um, all of the expectations in terms of work and to bring their children up. Um, And so I have huge experience from school um, that want to provide those programs but want to do that at a low or no cost 
and to have mentors who will be able to support people through that program. And so the leadership, enlightened leadership program is, if you like, the, the opportunity to create that infrastructure um, that will be able to do that. So for me, Genuinely You is, if you like, it's the start of a movement. And I know that there are lots of movements out there, but for me, creating spiritual matriarchs and patriarchs who want to lead with integrity, compassion, and courage, as I say, who want to work within their families or their organization or their community to help stem the tide, if you like, of all this bleakness, you know, Half the prescriptions, over half the prescriptions in the UK are for antidepressants. Mm -hmm. The numbers of young people who are on antidepressants by the time they're 14 or 15. Mm -hmm. And if you look at the research around depression, um, it's very often when people have got poor self-worth that social media or bullying then starts to play its part where they have no sense of direction. What am I going to do? They've been promised the world and the employment opportunities are few and far between. They come out of university, certainly in the UK, with a huge debt. Um, and I would like to to work with people to make a positive difference in terms of how people are feeling about themselves, how they interact with others and with their community. So for me, if you can get a core of, of people who are really... Um, committed to doing and making that difference then there's no limit to what you can achieve together that's wonderful all right before we close let's go over your five secret pathways to happiness success and fulfillment again the number one is beliefs self-belief if you believe in yourself uh, if you believe whatever you believe becomes your reality so roger bannister ran the four-minute mile, even though the doctor said to him, if you run that fast, you'll die. Now, that Mm -hmm. he did it at all, I think, is quite amazing. But within 30 days, over 30 other people had run the four-minute mile. Why? Because they believed they could. Mm. The second is relationships. And every relationship is reflected a reflection of the relationship we have with ourselves. I don't know about the, the U.S., but in the U.K., you know, Half the, over half the children in school come from what I call complicated, fragmented families because their parents have split up. There's new sets of parents, new siblings. Um, and I think we need to do something about changing how many relationships break up and die. And it, we can only do that. You can only change yourself. You can't change someone else, but through your behaviors, you can change the situation. And so your relationship is really, really important. Okay. The third one is success. One of the problems that many people have around success is they don't define what that means for them. So they don't ever know when they've actually reached success. And then there's the whole issue of whether you um, fear success or fear failure. And, you know, if you look at highly, highly successful people, what makes the difference is that they believe that they will succeed. They don't always know how, and they often fail many times along the way, but they have an absolute faith that they will succeed. The fourth so, one is around... So number, hold on, so it's belief is number one, number two is relationship, number three is, again, success, success is and success number four, right? Is around choice, changes and transitions. 
That's number four. Everything we do is a choice. And every choice has consequences. And even not choosing is actively a choice. Mm -hmm. And -hmm. often has the most far-reaching consequences Mm -hmm. when we let things drift on and we don't actually make a decision. Many people are worried about making the right decision when very often... What they're doing is it's about whether they make a different decision with different right. consequences rather than not getting it right or wrong. And I would say that, you know, when you stay stuck in that quicksand of, you know, I don't know what to do, then you are, you're not going to move forward. Right. And often it's not, you know, it, the decision is not as critical about right or wrong. You know, exception, if you're the pilot of a plane or you're a brain surgeon, I definitely want you to know the difference between right and wrong. All right, and we've got one minute left. We've got one minute. So the fifth one? Last one, purpose and fulfillment. Find your purpose and actually live your purpose and you will be truly fulfilled. And if you need some help with that or any of those other things, if you come um, to genuinely-you.com or enlightenedleadership.co, you will find there's lots of help there and they can contact me. Love to hear from your listeners. If I can help you, we'd be only too pleased to. Thank you very much for being on this program. It was wonderful, Gina. It's been my absolute pleasure. Thank you very much indeed. I've really enjoyed it. All right, stay on the line for a minute. All right, folks, that wraps up this hour. I want to wish you all a very, very happy holiday. Remember, stay healthy, stay happy, get the support you need, and know you can make your dreams come true. And you can find me on Facebook, Patricia Raskin, Raskin Resources, and like me there. Or if you'd like uh, to know more about my guests and get a copy of my newsletter, write to me, Patricia, at patriciaraskin.com. Until next time, happy holidays. I'm Patricia Raskin. Bye for now. Thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of the Patricia Raskin Show. Be sure to join Patricia Raskin and another amazing guest next Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have an outstanding week.